Here's a question that I've wondered about more than once. Is it now cool to be a coward? There once was a time where if you had an issue with somebody, you had the courage, you had, let's say, the guts to stand up for yourself or to admit that you screwed up. But I think it's easier now than ever to avoid people and sneak out in the virtual dead of the night because of the uncomfortableness of confrontation. In May of 1998, I think I've mentioned on here a couple times, I got the call for kind of a dream job when I was a sports photographer. I got the call up from the World Wrestling Federation, they're now the WWE World Wrestling Entertainment, to be one of their lead photographers during what's called the Attitude Era, one of the biggest boom times of that business. And within days, I was walking the hallways, going ringside and in the locker rooms with people like Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and even the owner, Vince McMahon. And when I arrived there, there was still buzz going on about an incident that had happened six months earlier. Now, I hadn't been watching wrestling, I hadn't watched it since I was a kid, so I didn't know anything about it. But when you're on the road traveling from city to city, lots of stories are told. And the story going around was about something called the Montreal Screwjob. Now, you might not be a wrestling fan, but we've all had a situation, to us, kind of like what happened here, except it may not have been nearly as physical. So the Montreal Screwjob took place in, believe it or not, Montreal, Canada. And Bret Hart was the current WWF champion. But he was leaving for their industry rivals, the WCW. So there's a lot of backstage politicking that goes on because he has to lose the title. He can't leave for the WCW as the champion. And Vince McMahon, the owner, was afraid that Hart was going to leave unexpectedly with the belt and he couldn't have his championship belt in their rival's hands. So they're trying to figure out how to get the belt off of Hart in a way that would work for TV and would work personally because Hart had a lot of pride, had a lot of ego, and his opponent that night at the Survivor Series was Shawn Michaels, somebody who he did not get along with. So throughout the weekend, they're trying to figure out how they were going to make this happen. And they wanted Hart to lose the title to Shawn Michaels at that Survivor Series match. And earlier on, Hart told Michaels that he would do it. But then Shawn Michaels replied to him that if the situation was reversed, he wouldn't do it for Hart. And Hart got pissed and told the owner he would not lose to Michaels during this match. So there was a lot of tension that Sunday afternoon leading up to that match because Vince McMahon could not have Hart walk out of there with that belt. And there are numerous documentaries made about this match with so many interviews of people that were there that were involved and saw it all go down. So the match happened and at some point during the match, Shawn Michaels got Bret Hart into a submission move and before Hart could do anything to get out of it, ringside, Vince McMahon, the owner, screamed for the ring attendant to ring the bell as fast as possible. And they quickly rang the bell, signifying that Hart had submitted that he gave up therefore declaring Shawn Michaels the new heavyweight champion. Except Hart didn't give up, everybody knew he didn't give up, and all hell broke loose. Now we all know wrestling is scripted, but this was a real life double cross. This was a show within the show, but this one was real life. And Bret Hart looked like a combination of distraught and furious. And from the ring, he spit right in Vince McMahon's face. And you could tell that wasn't an act. So the show ends. Shawn Michaels is the new heavyweight champion. And everybody is just stunned, surprised, and confused. Backstage, everybody's trying to scramble to see what in the world just happened. The Undertaker, whose real name is Mark Calloway, was one of the few wrestlers that had the trust of the wrestlers and the ownership. So he went back to figure out what happened. He was angry as well. And it all came down to a locker room situation because Bret Hart was furious and all the wrestlers told Vince McMahon, you need to own up to this and tell him what happened. Now I can't imagine as tough and as big and as strong as Vince McMahon is, I'm trying to picture what it would be like to be in that locker room when a furious Bret Hart walks in and says to his owner, to his boss, I'm going to take a shower. When I come out, if you're here, I'm knocking you out. And Bret Hart went 
to the showers. And in a room filled with wrestlers and executives, Vince McMahon, who just did a shady, dishonest thing, stayed in the room and waited for Bret Hart knowing what was coming. And The Undertaker said later he didn't want to do it, but he knew he had to do it. So the story goes, Bret Hart got out of the shower and walked directly up to McMahon. And with all of McMahon's handlers standing in the way trying to block him, Bret Hart described throwing one of the best punches he's ever thrown, getting it somehow between all the handlers and connecting with an uppercut that sent his boss to the floor, knocking him out cold with a black eye. You can imagine what else went on. Most of Big Man's wrestlers were furious with their boss. Some of them were not going to show up for work for the upcoming shows because of how badly he screwed his employee, creating a major revolt that could have truly taken down his business because he'd lost so much trust. And after all the drama, Hart left for WCW. Eventually, the tension all settled down. And six months later, I walk in to learn all about this. And I thought about McMahon, who was a very intimidating presence to be around. Few people made me nervous each time I met them, and he was one of them. Part of one show, he almost kicked me directly in the face with his boot when it was part of the show. When he walked into the ring angrily, it didn't mean, I don't think, to try to hurt me, but I happened to be in the way. And a few other times made me realize this would be a tough guy to deal with. But as much as he screwed up, I give him a ton of credit for that one moment. Because a coward would have left. A coward would have known there was a confrontation to have, but they would have also known that could have left if they wanted to. It would be easier in the moment to walk out without that black eye, without that punch to the face, and save the pain, but lose the credibility. And trust me, McMahon's a big guy, but I don't think that really matters when you're taking a strong right uppercut from someone that's furious with you. But he stood there, and he took it. And for that, he deserves the credit. But I don't think enough people stand there and take it. I don't think enough of us, when we do something wrong, when we screw up, when we screw somebody over have the courage to stand in there and take it it's so easy now to avoid people to pretend to not own up the mistakes we've made and say i deserve it i deserve to take a hit you deserve to at least have the opportunity to say something or to speak your piece or to tell me in my face what i did wrong whether it is through a physical or hopefully a verbal lashing but i truly think there are so many sealed emotions and anger because too many people are not willing to face that confrontation when we have in fact caused that pain and as much as hart hated vince McMahon for such a long time and had a hard time giving him credit. I imagine in that one moment, he appreciated the fact that the person that had screwed him over stood there and at least tried to explain why they did it and took the punishment that came with it. There'd be less of the backbiting, the gossip, and the drama that comes with avoiding our own issues and the issues that we create. I will be back with you tomorrow.